I would definitely quantify confidence as being able to back yourself and knowing that what you're doing is the right thing. And it's that knowing, it's that self-knowing. You're there as a team, not to rip strips off people. And I just think if we did more of that in the workplace, in business, in society as a whole, I just think we would easier build people up than what we're doing in trying to break people down. That's why I'm so passionate about it now, because I've been that person that's been up, that's been down, that's been up, that's been down, that's been up, that's been knocked, that's been criticised, that's been ridiculed. And I just think, well, like, no, enough is enough. Surround yourself with people who celebrate you, not tolerate you. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences. A full real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. Hello and welcome to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast with your solo host today. That is me, Helen Williams. I would tell you what episode number this is, but I'd be completely lying if I um, if I tried to guess. So I'm not going to bother. We're on the 80s somewhere, but we've, we've gone a little bit crazy um, in myself and Lauren being um, a little bit prepared up front, which is not like us. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind admitting that, but it's not like us. But we are being prepared and getting a few into the bank and the library already. So, hence why I'm not sure which uh, one we are in in synchronisation, and um, because we've had some fantastic guests that have been interviewed that are in uh, editing process as well as we speak. Uh, so, yeah, it's just gone a little bit crazy out of uh, out of order, particularly at the time of recording. So, apologies for that. That shouldn't take any emphasis over what we. We're going to be covering uh, today which is what I want to talk to you about is uh, confidence and confidence is one of the the key fundamentals uh, for us here at HEW and you know how we get to work with individuals uh, because it's one of the things that we find that is missing and we find that is lacking from a lot of people's um, attributes and natural ability. Um, and it's not because people uh, don't necessarily have, you know, the mindset to be confident or the, or the capability in itself to be confident because we can. And I believe that confidence is a learned behavior and it's not something that we are born with. Anybody can learn to be confident if they are willing to give it a go. It's not quite the same as a skill, um, as kind of kicking a football or playing golf or anything like that. But it is a behaviour. It's a it's a way of life. It's an approach that we can actually then um, start to practice and put into place. I just think back to when we were children. And yes, you do have some just uh, shy children in the playground and you do have some more confident and and outgoing, really kind of rebellious, robust, however you want to describe them, children in there as well. There's a whole mixed bag. But what happens with uh, confidence, particularly with adults and with business owners, with entrepreneurs, when we chop and change from different uh, decisions and, and directions in life, 
we often become um, a diluted version of ourselves, which is going off on a different tangent already. Well, we're not even on five minutes and I'm tangenting already. Lauren would be proud of that one. But we do, we dilute ourselves, we dilute our identity, we dilute our individuality. And with that comes our confidence. And that, you know, scarily enough, we, that diminishes more and more as we go through more change in life. And it's something that if we can lose it, we can also build it. I'm a, a huge believer in that, as I've just said, you know, through learned behavior. So what actually is it? You know, what is it? How do we quantify confidence? Because, you know, when you see somebody who's confident and you are, you're really bought into them because you can feel their aura, you can feel their confidence. You're just like, oh, wow, they've got their shit together. They know what they're talking about. You know, they look the part, they seem the part, they're talking the right talk, they're walking the walk. And it's down to it's down to confidence. And I would basically describe it as being able to back yourself. You know, being strong-willed, being strong, strongly kind of associated and resonated to who you are as a person and what you are doing in life. And when you are when you are that person and you are solid in your foundations, you are solid of, about who you are, what you stand for, you can back yourself, you can be open, you can you know yourself. You know yourself, so you trust yourself and you know where you are and what direction you're heading in. Therefore the, the confidence comes as a byproduct, if you like, of that. And that's how I would look at quantifying it, really. It's a case of how much do you back yourself? How much are you comfortable in your own skin? By not just, when I say skin, I don't mean kind of, you know, the, the aesthetic look about you, although that's part of it, which I'm going to cover off in a second, about, you know, yourself, physicalities and body image and things like that and how that constitutes to how confident you are. But I would, I would definitely quantify confidence as being able to back yourself and knowing that what you're doing is the right thing. And it's that knowing, it's that self-know. And that is something that only comes through, um, through time, through practice and through belief. Basically, it is that belief, it is that trust in yourself and, you, and the trust that every foot that you're putting forward is the right one and you're confident to do that because you, you you know that what you're doing is the right thing so as I've said you know we can lose our confidence and I often have it said to me about you know it's all right for you Helen you know you're confident you don't mind getting on camera you don't mind getting up on stage you don't mind speaking to people who you've never met before presenting to people who you've never met before you know standing in rooms of hundreds of people and it's like well yeah I still get scared I'm confident in doing it but I still get I still get a bit of the, the fears and the, the butterflies and the nerves and everything else that happens but I'm confident in doing so but I've never, I've not, not never, I've not always been like that. And I just wanted to share a couple of my experiences and insights really about my own confidence because it's all right for people to judge you on where you're at now, but it's not always necessarily been the case. And you know, we're always transparent, you know, we share so many different stories and insights and, and somewhat personal things just to put it into context and just to make it relatable of the fact that 
we don't just preach this shit. You know, we practice everything that we do. We've been through the process. We're consistently growing and evolving and going through the process. So I just mentioned there about publicly speaking in, in rooms of hundreds of people. If you put me on a stage and said, right, okay, there's your stage, Helen. There's thousands of people. And would I be confident? <laughs> wow. I, I think I would absolutely crap myself <laughs> To be honest, would I be confident? It would be knocked, it would be doubted, it would be feared. Because that's going up another level, isn't it? That's going outside of the comfort zone to what I already know now is my norm and my status quo. But going back to going back a little bit, rewinding childhood experience of confidence, right? My mum has always told me that I've been a confident individual. Somewhat cocky with it, she would say, I'm sure. But the, the, the fine line between confidence and arrogance is another, is another story entirely. And I hope, really hope, that any form of my confidence never comes across as arrogance, never comes across as cocky and egotistical, um, because it's never intended in that way. You know, I admire people's, other people's confidence, but I also uh, identify the pricks. That are, that are arrogant as well um, because there is a very very fine line so um, yeah I think a mother can call you cocky and particularly a mother um, who has never really had the confidence and she's always wondered where I've come from um, <laughs> but she always uh, she always used to say that I was confident as a child you know reading in class even reading in front of a class um, that was my brother's age uh, so he's two and a two, nearly three years older than me. And I used to go into his class when my mum had picked me up from nursery and we used to walk up to his class to pick him up from school. And I used to go up and read and sit on the carpet and, and read some of the books then to the older kids. And I was confident in doing that. I loved it. And I've always been kind of, you know, wanting more and more to learn and do. I've never as a child been afraid of asking for something. I've always been confident enough to ask. I've always been confident enough if your mom gives you, um, I don't know, tokens or tickets or anything like that to go up and give it to, or you're buying the drink somewhere. She's giving you something that you need to go and ask for and exchange and buy and all of that. My brother used to hide behind me and push me forward. Um, even though he was the oldest one, I've always been the one that's that's been confident enough to open my mouth and ask and please and thank yous and all of that. And, you know, I've never been one to shy away from um, new opportunities. I've never been one to shy away from performances. I've never been one to shy away from learning new things. And I don't know if that's confidence or that's just innocence and, and intrigue. And I think as an entrepreneur and a business owner, we should always be intrigued. And by that intrigue, you know, we're consistently opening doors, turning over pebbles, you know, we are looking for the next thing. We are, we are, we're, we're intrigued, you know, we, that never goes away. And I've always had that trait. And like I said, I don't know if it's confidence or it's just the, the innocence with it and the intrigue then that's, that's informed with it as well. So, so that's always been good. As I say, you know, their formative years, we were always encouraged, but my mum particularly wasn't ever a, a confident woman. Something more in, in recent years, particularly when... <laughs> I guess I've been coaching her. 
without a knowing. And that's not manipulation before you start saying that I'm doing something I shouldn't. But it's only been in more recent years that she's, she has become more confident. She, she never really has. So I've not really had that to, to look up to. My dad's always had confidence, but my mum never did. And as a child, particularly, I spent more time with my mum. But then going into high school, so what's that? You're 11, 12 years old. I lost a lot of my confidence. There was a lot of things that kind of like didn't sit well with me, didn't really work well for me. I've never been body confident. I was picked on at school the whole time. Um, and those cruel words and what was said, you know, would, would always like stick at the back of my mind. And they've bothered me even into like, even into my thirties, I guess now, but I've got the last laugh, I guess. But like the things that people used to say about, I don't know, I'm not even going to share it. It's embarrassing. But all right, then I will. Um, I got picked up on for uh, being skinny, for being tall, because I'm a tall girl in school. So I was like a tall bean. I was a tall bean pole. Um, I'd got long, gangly legs. I've always had big lips. Um, so I got picked up on for that as well. Um, I got picked on for my teeth. I got picked up on for being skinny. I looked like a boy. I was late in developing. Just everything just everything on the fact of it just completely I never had all through those young years of being at school I never had anything that was remotely like body image confident at all I also found myself being um, manipulated and controlled by certain groups of people that I was hanging around with at the time um, and I wasn't being true to myself and it's complete contrast to where I am now and I you know I've always said now that like with my with my body image I'm completely I'm completely confident with it you know my some of my friends always say to me now you know god if I looked like you I'd walk around naked all the time and it's like well you clearly you wouldn't but <laughs> you'd get arrested for a start but you know it's in terms of um how you feel about yourself it's irrelevant what other people see it's irrelevant what other people want what they desire if you don't feel it inside you like to your core and actually believe it then you can't be confident on the external or you know on the on the outside where you're actually then portraying yourself out there to people further on than that i you know what you gain confidence and you know you lose it you gain confidence you lose it and this will probably resonate to a lot of you out there at different stages in your life you're like oh yeah do you know what I really you know I was really happy I was really confident in that stage and then there might be another like trough in your life and you're like god no that you know that was that wasn't very good I lost my confidence you know the wind had gone out my sails a little bit so it happens to us all so we build it and we lose it and it's something confidence for me needs work it's that learned behavior it needs work it needs attention something that we need to be conscious of and aware of all the time and work on it the whole time, you know, from a personal perspective. But confidence knocks as well that I've had in the workplace. So um, one of my bosses at the time would undermine absolutely everything that I did. Not just me, it wasn't like picked out on me or anything like that, but it was just, she was just totally undermining, uh, micromanaging, um, you know, nitpicking at everything. Nothing was good enough, you know, you'd get criticised for, I don't know, anything like anything literally think of like think of the world's worst micromanagement and criticism scenario and that would be it like everybody was walking on eggshells 
And it, you know, it's one of those situations where you could have done 10 things, but you've, you've done nine things right, but you've done one thing wrong. And it's the one thing wrong that would stick. It would be the one thing wrong that you'd know about for the rest of the day, the rest of the week, you know, consistently be reminded about it and all of that. And all, all of that kind of behavior externally that's, you know, that you are then um, dealing with knocks your confidence. Um, I've had lost confidence um, when friendships have come to ends. I've had uh, lost confidence uh, when relationships have come to an end. But then you do learn to come to peace with that. You know, you move on, you take learnings from it. And again, then you build your confidence up once more. You know, just because you might be down in the situation with your confidence, you're thinking, yeah, you know, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling confident. I'm lacking in this, I'm lacking in that. doesn't mean to say that you stay there. And staying there is a choice to me. It's the same as anything else that we do. You know, we are capable of making change if we are willing to put the work in. What else have I got? A couple of other areas of where I've lost my confidence. Again, this is at work. People took the piss out of me. I've shared this with you before, um, where people took the piss out of my accent. They didn't, obviously, as you grow up, they don't necessarily then take the piss the same as, you know, you've got skinny chicken legs or anything like that, but they'll take the piss out of anything that they possibly can. So it effectively throws you back into that schoolyard once more. And people just pick on something that, it's unwarranted and they pick on something that is just the I don't know like it, it wouldn't even necessarily cross other people's minds but once it's there it's there and then everybody jumps on the bandwagon so I've had, I've had the piss took out of me for that you know I, I, it was suggested um, that I only got a certain position because I um, I'd slept I'd evidently had to sleep with a boss I mean if a woman can't get a job on merit and just has to go around sleeping with the boss just to get it, and then, um, you know, something's wrong. Um, I was heckled in, in meetings and sales meetings and presentations, you know, questioned on my ability. It was a constant battle, and this was just, like, hitting my head against a brick wall the whole time in terms of getting buy-in, in terms of getting credibility, in terms of getting respect, just fucking just plain respect, like... You know, and that knocks your confidence. You know, the job was hard enough as it was without having to try and, you know, get everybody else's buy-in as well and you just feel as though you're on an uphill battle the whole time and that that knocks you that knocks you as a person because if you have that support from people internally and it's not that you want people to you know modicoddle you and you know pull out all the 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 roses when you walk into your sales meeting and everything like that but just like i said just the respect just the support just the you know just the the time the patience the understanding the the just so you've got, you know, you're there as a team, not to rip strips of people. Um, and I just think if we did more of that in the workplace, in business, in society as a whole, I just think we would easier build people up than what we're doing in trying to break people down. And when we're building people up, a lot of it comes down to confidence because the ability is there. You get the job or, you, you know, you, you conduct business because you're able to do so, but you're not able to do so if the confidence isn't backing you up with doing it. And nine times out of ten, you know, when we're when we're speaking with people and we're dealing with business owners, their job, their business model, you know, their their level of application is incredible. The work that they do, the people that they help, the products that they are developing, the services that they provide are all incredible. You know what would make them even more credible is the confidence. 
And for one reason or another, like all the ones that I've described here, right from the, um, right from the playground up to the boardroom, you know, all suggestions and examples like that would suggest that not everybody wants you to win. And when you feel as though not everybody wants you to win, and it's apparent that not everybody wants you to win, that knocks, that, that knocks your confidence massively. And we shouldn't always need it. And we're not, I don't want people to um, you know, be hanging on validation from other people because we have to go out there and freaking win anyway. You know, and that's another ball game where we actually develop that thick skin, where the thick skin is confident, you know, it's resilient. You know, we don't need that validation. We will back ourselves regardless. And that's where I've come through to now in terms of, you know, nobody else can do this for me. And I'm not prepared for people right from the age of whatever, 10, 11, since the more cruel things came out up until the ages of what, 32. I'm not letting people's opinions like that stop me. Like it, it got to that stage. Like that's tw like what, 22 years of my life. Like, how long are we prepared to keep sacrificing and wasting our lives for just because other people we're giving other people that control to dictate whether or not we can be confident in what what we have what we are, what we have, what we can bring to the table. And enough was enough for me. That's why I'm so passionate about it now, because I've been that person that's been up, that's been down, that's been up, that's been down, that's been up, that's been knocked, that's been criticized, that's been ridiculed. And I just think, well, like no enough is enough like I know who I am I know what cred credentials I've got I know what I can do I know I can help people I know that my heart's in the right place I know that my, my, my work ethic is second to none like that in itself like is credible for confidence like you know we're not even bringing into the the situation here of body image or you know how you hold yourself how you conduct yourself it is just a plain playing credentials that you would put down on paper on a CV for uh, applying for a job. And if you can't be confident with that, then there's something wrong. And, you know, that needs to be worked on. And I am so passionate about getting people's confidence up there, consistent and something that's sustainable, that they can actually, you know, go out there and do whatever they want. Because let's face it, anybody can do anything and anything is possible to achieve if we have our own backing if we have our own confidence and everything else that goes up behind it and it's just a shame if people doubt themselves because of lacking in areas such as confidence so how do we build it then because obviously I've described kind of what I think it is how I think it should look um, you know it's, a, it, it's definitely you know speaking up when you should it's keeping quiet when you are showing decorum you know, it's being happy, it's being content in your own skin, even with the imperfections. You know, we don't go for perfection here at HEW, never have done, we never have done. We don't look for any form of perfection at all. We, we go for progress. And, you know, when we say about our own skin, we talk about health, we talk about, you know, your physical well-being, working on yourself in that respect we're not talking about aesthetically beautiful in one way or another that you know you have to fit into a category you know if you've got if you've got cellulite because i have <laughs> another thing i'll publicly admit you know i and announce i don't mind but if you've got cellulite ladies embrace it be confident in it you know i just don't understand why and how we should be hiding and be ashamed of things when really if we are confident we're happy 
and when we are happy then everything else just fits into place so it's yeah it's about being confident and and sorry about being happy and content in your own skin it's about knowing who you are and what you stand for and you know what your goals are what your visions are and that you will go out and get it and that you will make it happen so how do we build it um, because it can be built, as I've said, it's learned behaviour. You work on yourself, you know, you get to appreciate yourself. You celebrate and recognise all of your wins, and this is so important because we forget what we've done. I've just been on the phone um, on a session this morning online with a client. We're on about uh, celebrating wins, and it's amazing how many people I've had to revert back to how, like what they've won, you know, what they've been achieving throughout their lives, because it's this that feeds into that confidence stream through your body of do you know what yeah I remember when I did that amazing yes I got up and I won that medal or I got that that amazing time at a 10k race or you know I put myself through um through that challenge and got there in the end or I've done this for consecutive how many days months whatever and that is all your wins that is all your recognitions that you should be totting up because no matter how big how small it is you and your achievements and nobody else has done that you have so definitely celebrate and recognize your wins and all of your progress that goes with it. Surround yourself with people who celebrate you, not tolerate you. I'm going to say that again. Surround yourself with people who celebrate you, not tolerate you. I met a great guy uh, in London, Rob Tuck, and he said that to me once. And he's like, you know what? Be, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. You know, that, that was so resounding to me. And it's always stuck with me. I always think of Rob when I say when I say that and when I think about that because it's so true. And there is so many circles that people mix in, whether that be at work, whether that be in school, college, university, friendship circles, relationships, family circles, those closest to us sometimes, you're like, God, why am I just making do with this shit? Like, honestly, don't be tolerated. Go where people are going to support you, where they're going to help you grow, where they're going to be inspiring of you and be inspired by you. You know, you know where you know where people like bring out the best in each other is when they are both firing on all cylinders. And I know that I'm not, I'm not living in an ideal world here because obviously I've just said to you and I've explained the whole way through here that confidence can come, it can go, it can it can we can build it, we can lose it. And obviously there are certain people that are going to be at different tractions of time and they're going to be on different time frames of view. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that we dump people off and, you know, we chuck them on the scrap heap if they're not on the same wavelength. But you know what I mean in general in terms of where your aspirations are going, where your visions are going, where your goals are. And if they're not aligned with the people that you're surrounded with, then I, I would question that. Your circle of influence is absolutely got to be impeccable to where you're going. With your, with your confidence, it's something that, as I've said, and I'll keep saying it, it's about practice. It is about practice. We need to practice being confident. How do we do that? You're like, how do you, how do you practice being confident when confidence is something that's so intangible? You know, we can't put it in our hands and say, oh, I'm going to have a bag of confidence today. You know, we can't do that. It's intangible. We need to practice. And how we practice it is by not faking it till you make it, but a little bit of practice in the application of what you need to be okay so I'm, I'm not i'm not talking about you know faking it till you make it and start start with all these alter egos and all of that bullshit because that's not going to get you anywhere but be brave put your big brave pants on and be courageous and jump you know take that jump take that leap of faith and and practice at doing whatever it is that you're doing so you know if you need to get into a gym for the first time 
practice on doing it. Go. You know, take that leap of faith. Get in there. Nobody's looking at you. They're looking at themselves. You know, they're not. So if you're fearing being um, lacking confident because you're in your lycra or you don't know what you're doing on the spin bike or whatever, nobody's looking at you. It's fine. Just go in there, practice it. With a couple more times, you get even more confident. When you dump the kids off at the school gate and it's the first, it's the first day of school ever or the first day of school on a new term, they're nervous. They're not feeling confident. As soon as they get in, they see the friends and they know what they're doing. They know where the peg is. They know where they're putting the lunchbox. They know all of that. They're familiar with it. Then they become confident. This is exactly the same for you. And that's why I say it's learned behavior. It's not something that is it's dished out separately to people and that they know a secret source. They've just practiced it. They've just jumped out of their, their airplane and they've, they've been courageous and gone outside the comfort zone to learn something new. And at the other side of that, learning something new with that progress, with that practice, with that belief, is your confidence. Your confidence is a byproduct of your taking action, regardless of, of you not knowing what you're doing at that time. And that is it. That is it. I want you to take that away and, and think about it. Think about, you know, what you need to start practicing at. Where do you need to be more confident at? You know, are you are you looking at um, recording something on your, your social medias? Are you wanting to go live? Are you wanting to do your Instagram stories? And you've never done it before. You're thinking, I'm not confident enough to do that. You might not feel confident, but just practice doing it and the confidence will come. Podcasts. I Like... I, don't, I didn't even know what I was doing with, with these podcasts when I first hit record. I had no idea whatsoever. I've, I've just learned it as you go. You just, you just do. And it becomes, it becomes then a subconscious um, action, a subconscious behavior. Like right, driving a car, you didn't know how to drive a car before you uh, took your lessons. You didn't have the confidence. I remember with my instructor didn't have the confidence to talk to him even I was like so petrified and looking at the road remembering where to put your hands you know what what to do how to listen mirror signal maneuver and all of that jazz that nobody listens to anymore and they just do their own style of driving I do anyway and you know you don't you don't have that confidence he starts talking to you then he's asking you other questions then you've got to answer him and then one day I remember he puts the bloody music on I'm like what are you doing he went, you've got to get used to uh, driving with distractions and noises. And I'm like, oh, my God, Michael, I'm not ready for that. And he's like, well, it's tough. You're doing it. And then before you know it, you're confident with that background noise as well and that, that extra distraction that's coming in. And it's the same as anything. You know, don't blow it out of proportion and don't be hard on yourself. You know, if you're lacking in the confident arena um, because it is something that you can slowly pr progress and don't forget, it is something that we need to consciously be aware of, you know, that we have to learn, we have to practice it. And that's the beautiful thing of it. You know, it's in, it's in your grasp every time. You're not, it's not as though you've lost it and you'll never get it back again. It is in your grasp. But do the things that I've said about working on yourself, appreciating yourself, celebrating and recognising your wins. Who you surround yourself with is going to be key to this and fundamental. Practice, be brave and, surpri and surprise yourself which you absolutely will surprise yourself. Go out there, make it happen. And as always, um, if you've got anything where you've applied any of these um, practices and tips that we've, give, that we've given on these podcasts, then DM us, write us a review, give us an update on what you're doing and how you're doing it. We'd love to hear from you as always. And um, yeah, thank you for tuning in with me today. And we look forward to joining you on the podcast next time. If you're listening, you've enjoyed it and it's given you that little boost, take a picture of the, or a snapshot of the, a screenshot, sorry, 
I'll say the right description one day, a screenshot of the podcast that you're listening to right now with the graphic on there, put it onto your Insta stories and Facebook stories on any of your social media platforms, tag us in and we'll give you a mention as well. That'd be awesome. And also um, if you can leave us a five-star review on any of the iTunes or um, any of the platforms that you've been downloading from, that would be appreciated. So go out there, be confident and kick ass it's been a pleasure being with you today and we will catch you again very soon thank you for listening to the HEW podcast for continued support please subscribe using iTunes Stitcher Spotify Google Play or SoundCloud and if you've enjoyed the episode please leave a five star review on your download platform tune in for more value and more content the same time next week